Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, the cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you, October 12th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call Roll here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Wednesday morning. How's everybody doing? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Um, little on the tired side, but okay. I did the thing where I fell asleep, put my son down, woke back up, and it was like, Oh, well, it's not bedtime yet. And then when it was bedtime, didn't, you know, didn't fall back asleep. Yeah, it was a horrible night's sleep for myself as well. Um, it, it happened. My body clock has already adjusted to like waking up when he's getting ready to wake me up because it's like, Dad, you need to come into my room now. Come on. Just come on in here. So hmm. it's like, oh, I'll wake up at 1 a.m. And then five minutes later, Duke's like, hey, Dad, come on. He also, this morning, like 10 minutes before the alarm went off, was, Nick, I need you to help me find my mind, which is his uh, passy. He's like, why are you calling me Nick? But I guess it's- Your because, son called you Nick? Yeah. <laughs> He's, he just learned everybody's real names, like his grandma and grandpa's names. Um, so I'm, I'm guessing, too, it's because like in our hallway, you know, Brooke will holler at me to do whatever, so just, Nick. I'm guessing that's where he got it from. But it was- that's hilarious. Like, I couldn't even be mad. I was just kind of giggling. That is pretty funny. Yeah. Did you go in there and you're like, it's Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can Nick do for you? Nick, 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 Nick. Whatever you need. Scoots, how Nick are you doing? I'm good. I uh, I am not tired. I got a great night's sleep, despite uh, staying up and watching the whole Tampa Bay Lightning game last night. No, oh, who cares? Nobody cares. Ooh, yeah. Except I for mean, me. I, I, I not, I'm not saying I don't care about your Tuesday night plans, but why would you Why would you do that? Is, is I'm a hockey fan. Yeah, yeah it was I, the I opener. Understand. Yeah, but... That's my team. Yeah, the, when's, this, when's the Stanley Cup, June? Yep. I mean, that's just stupid. Yeah. That yeah. is just stupid. I mean, it's it's like it's like baseball. You don't watch your teams every game, but you have to watch the opening one. Uh, I'm not, I'm not like, going to sit down and watch every Lightning game. It was really fun watching the Red Sox day games when I was at the office, just having it on in the background. But then once they sucked, I was you just, <laughs> I'm, baseball. I, baseball season's over once your team sucks, right? I, yeah, I do get, get that point, though, Scoots. Like you know, Reds fans, they make 
uh, opening day a big deal. Um, there was a big I, – I, I forgot playoff baseball was happening, and then uh, I saw the home run. That oh, my gosh. Cool. I was kind of flipping that game on and off, just back and forth between, like, office reruns when it was commercial or something like that. But I got to watch that ninth inning. Playoff baseball really is the awesome. Astros game? Yeah. Yeah. And obviously playoff playoff anything is awesome. But there is just something about playoff baseball where it's like, hey, you know what? The last six months were pretty freaking boring. Let's turn up the heat a little bit. Let's fire it on up. Yeah, the Astros down two, bottom of the ninth. They were down four in the bottom of the eighth. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. They, Good point. Uh, but just the walk-off there to, hey, either you're going to lose the game, probably by two runs, or you're going to go ahead and win it. Some of the decisions by the Mariners were questionable. Well, I thought the weird part was I thought I heard a trash can lid as he hit that homer. No, I could have just been making it up, but I thought I heard it. That's funny. <laughs> I see what you did. There, I didn't scoots. see. I didn't see anybody else here. So it could have just been. It could have just been in your head, Scoots. Did the Lightning win their hockey match? They did not. Oh no! Heavens, three to one. Who they lose to? Uh, the Rangers. If Louisville ever gets a hockey team, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I um, one a buddy of mine. He'll. It doesn't matter. Like NBA preseason, he'll want it on hockey. Like he's definitely already. He he probably made some wagers on last night's hockey games, but it's just like you know what? Not for me. I gotta gotta set my boundaries and uh, just watch Louisiana Lafayette tonight instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, football, normal, normal things. Yeah. yeah, football, absolutely. Well, text on into the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Stop on into a Thornton's. Why 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 wouldn't you? What do you have to lose? Go get yourself something sweet, something delicious, some fresh fruit. I wish I had some fresh fruit this morning. I do not. I wish I had more time, and I would have popped into Thornton's and would have would have scratched mm-hmm. that. Itch. But Thornton's has it all. Download the app. You'll get some free things every once in a while. Save money pretty much every time. The the, the ten cents off for gas. They it, it was like a Wednesday through Friday type deal. Now they've kind of shifted things where it's over the weekend, so you can kind of get in okay. for Tuesday. I think is usually when they expire. Check us out. So yeah, just download it today. Keep your eyes peeled for ten cents off a gallon with your refreshing rewards app at Thornton's. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right. Uh, I know the, the folks are dying to know. Baby watch. Today is due date, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, due date. Still no baby. This is the NCAA sanctions of babies. Taking its time. <laughs> Do you think it's going to be today? Do you think it's going to be tomorrow? Do you have a feel for when it's going to be? I think it's like Friday or Saturday. Okay. Yeah. You all still don't know the sex? Nope. That's cool. You find out. I mean. That's all. No, that's awesome. I wouldn't want to know by now. Um, <laughs> you know, wait all this time just to find out. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, I I got to um, I got to the part yesterday where I was just like kept refreshing Twitter because I thought like tweets were going to tell me or something. I don't know. It was just like the the anxious scrolling, right? Mm-hmm. Where you, you just been there. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like, baby, let's get the, come on. Are you ready? Yeah. Do you want it to be today? Ready or not? Yeah, I would rather. Sooner than I, – I really would prefer not to have a Kentucky football game on in the <laughs> hospital Saturday night. Would you or would you not, though? Because wouldn't that be a cool way to, like, hey, four hours, boom, gone. I mean, not yeah. during, like, delivery. Not like, first down, push! <laughs> <laughs> uh, touchdown! I see a head! <laughs> 
I don't think I, you wouldn't want it during sure. delivery, but like if the baby was born Friday night, I, if you're going to be in the hospital anyways, at least have some, right, some entertainment. Right. Like, like spending all day Saturday with college football wouldn't be bad, but but I would rather just be home with the baby and have college football on all Saturday that's and like great, my recliner, great point my televisions, and you know, yeah, that sort of deal. Yeah, I have to think that other people have normal and different work schedules than me because. My when I had the baby, it was like, all right, we didn't. Again, you don't really know exactly when it's going to come. You have the da- the due date, but that's just what they're anticipating. And so for appraisals, it was like, all right, I'm going to be lighter. I know the baby's coming around this time, but I also don't get paid unless I work. So once the baby comes, that's when I'll shut it off. Right. But then the baby comes, and it's like, all right, well, I still need to turn in this one and turn in that one, and then I and then it's off. So. I my thought process was like I'd rather have the baby come on like a Monday or Tuesday, and then don't have to go out on the road any the rest of the it, week. Yeah, yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. Then I can like go into the office Wednesday just very quickly for an hour or two, be done with it, have the rest of the week, and then get into kind of a routine and get into a rhythm for it. You are are in a you have a more normal where once the baby comes, work's just done for. A little while, yeah. However yeah. long that may be, and that sounds really nice. So yeah, that's a good point that you could do it Thursday, Friday, be home Saturday, Sunday. That would football on th- all. That day. would be ideal, but you know, through the red zone though in the hospital, if you could get that, that'd be pretty sweet too, though. Oh yeah, that would be actually seven hours of commercial free football. Man. And then my wife saying like, "How do you keep up with all this? It's just too much." That's always her red zone take because. It's, uh, they keep up for uh, they they are keeping up. I just watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great. It's, no commercials. Yeah, but there's just so many teams changing. And I was like, yeah, no, it's great. Like it's just so much the, football. What's her thoughts of the witching hour? Oh, um, usually she like I'm like telling her like she asks like one thing and then I try to tell her how to keep up and then it switches over to another game and she's just like, you know what? It's just it's fine. Just move on. I noticed the my wife the other I don't know if it was this past no it wasn't this past Sunday because we were having the, the little birthday party but it was a Sunday before that and I don't know what I was doing I was not really paying attention to the TV but uh, what's his name Scott Hansen yes does a great job he <laughs> says all right you know what time it is it's the witching hour and then I just heard in the background my wife go where wins become losses and losses become wins. So I was like, oh, way to go, babe. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's great. One of us. One of us. I mean, how could you not? Uh, if you're just a, even a remote fan of football, I don't know how you wouldn't love the red zone. They're just flipping back and forth between exciting finishes. We've always said we needed like a college football equivalent or a college basketball equivalent. Never going to happen. Never has happened. But Yeah, especially the way that Fox and ESPN fight over the rights and stuff like that. It, yeah, it's it's not. I, I, although I don't know why like FS2 doesn't become that for Fox Sports and all the rights I agree. That, that they hold. Right, good like, idea. You know, uh, that probably is the issue, though, is that like NFL, they created the Red Zone channel. They have the rights to all their games. Where for college basketball, can you go do an ESPN game, an ESPN finish, and then go switch over to CBS real quick, and then go switch over to Fox Sports? Like, who would have the rights to that? Well, even if NCAA created it, you know it would be crap. Well, sure, yeah. The the other part too is Red Zone's like an extra. I guess you would have to make it an extra pay channel, right? Because for, college, the, for like a because, theoretical college basketball or college football, yeah. Because then the whole point of 
having these broadcasting rights is for ad revenue. Probably so. so. Yeah. Um, so if you could get a way to make that happen, if you could get the networks happy and say, yeah, you can show the final three minutes of our games for a price, and then you got some, you got the NCAA or you got YouTube TV or you got somebody to agree to it, and then they put it all together, probably would be a hit. The only issue is NFL, you know, at like, hey, three o'clock on Sunday. Stuff's about to go down. Three thirty on right, Sunday. Right. Stuff's about to go down. College basketball, it's it's obviously more spread out. College football, it's more spread out. But you can make a case to college football at like, hey, three thirty on a Saturday. You know the noon games are winding down. At six thirty, you know the the three thirty four o'clock games are starting to heat up. And then of course around ten, you have your seven o'clock games. So you could still do something kind of fun with that, but. We're just spitballing here. It's a wacky idea Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's the I, time for this stuff. I do um I do think in college the benefits would be so much greater just from a there's a lot of commercials and stuff, especially if you're watching like past happy teams, right? Mm-hmm. Um so in in that kind of boring time, like I uh last Saturday we had a good witching hour for the noon games for like two or three of them. I mean there was a lot of blowouts, but uh the Purdue, uh, not Purdue, Minnesota. Purdue, Maryland went down to the wire. Uh, TCU, Kansas, Kansas was driving till the very end. Which um, to now now is a good time to mention. Did, did you follow the Jalen Daniels story at all yesterday, TJ? No. So, oh yeah, I saw the tweet, but that's all. Okay. That's so Jalen Daniels, Kansas star quarterback. Like let's 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 put ourselves in Kansas fans' shoes. They're good at football for the first time since two thousand seven. Uh, and that was even like a, an aberration, right? One hit wonder, essentially. They get college game day to come for the first time. It's a tie ball game, first half. Maybe he might have been down 3 nothing. They're driving. Daniels goes down with a shoulder injury. You're just like, oh, are you kidding me? So, naturally, college football injury reports, Kentucky fans, we're well aware of how this stuff works. It's... We'll, we'll, we'll give you a crumb or two, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. And Lance Leipold, he said, we know he's going to miss the next week, but we're we're not sure, right? We're, we're testing it to try to see how good he's going to be able to come. That, that, it, it, it's kind of uh, the, the vibe I get from – I got from the Bryce Young injury and kind of also the Will Levis one, even though Stoops didn't necessarily say that. But uh, Leipold's like, all right, he's going to miss this one, might be back. There's a guy for the Lawrence newspaper, uh, Beacon Star, something like that. One of my favorite outlets. Yeah. Uh, who reported that he had a grade three shoulder dislocation. He's going to be out for the season. Oh. Yeah, not great. Well, the sports editor for that newspaper said, this guy used to work for Kansas. He's done some freelance work for us. He did not go through our reporting process. Oh, no. So was he wrong? The guy is not taking it down. Well, then Jalen Daniels quote tweeted and said, news to me. And then Lance. That's the tweet that I saw. And and that's like one of those where, okay, I get that. But Lance Leipold, he really doubled down. And he said, look who stopped by the office today. And it's Jalen Daniels. There's one of him flexing and another one with him holding his arm straight up in the air. Which is like the. If you had a shoulder injury, you're not lifting your arms up high. Like, give me a high ten. Like that's just not that's just not a thing. Mm-hmm. So that was a, you want to talk. You thought 
and there was probably three hours in between the report uh, from this guy and the the guy who tried to get the scoop and from the Jalen Daniels Lance Oppold tweets. For that three hours, they thought that their best quarterback in forever was out. It's like, done, and then all of a sudden, they're seeing pictures of him seemingly back. What a ride. <laughs> just... So has the Zach Boyer guy... I just went to his Twitter. He hasn't tweeted anything since that tweet. He still got it out though. Oh, Standing boy. by his Is scoop. It... I love a good source down. Always fun because like somebody's gonna be proven right, somebody's gonna be proven wrong. Either the dude's gonna come back and play, be healthy, or he will be out for the season, and will not. I would think too that. When the sports editor said, "Well, he used to work there, and he's a freelance." I would think that, okay, maybe this guy's just trying to hustle to get a scoop here. He probably, you know, it's just probably the scuttlebutt, but he's just trying to beat everybody to it. However, it did, his, his, I think it says in his bio that he's a former athletic guy. So, wow, athletic standard is really dropping. He's an award-winning journalist who has seen it all, he says in his bio. Oh. So, if he's seen it all, then he's probably, you know, you got to trust him. He, I mean, he knows his injuries. He's also obviously. a pug owner. Good for him. So, aren't pug owner people weird? Worst dog ever. You're gonna offend some people with that. That's fine. I think pugs are <laughs> fine, but like, weren't they're they, so ugly. Weren't they literally bred to have breathing issues and medical issues just because they have like cute faces now? I mean, it looks like they look like the first two pugs that ever came out. It's like they smash their face in, and then it's like, okay, y'all go have babies now. They'll be real cute. No, I think like the thing is, they were never supposed to be looked the way that they are. Like they, they, like the original pug did not look the way that it did. But people kept breeding pugs with like cute, smushy faces that had breathing issues just to have more pugs that look cute with smushier faces, but worse breathing issues. Of course, I've never owned a pug. A, a pug owner, feel free to correct. I'm not judging you for owning pugs, but I, I do think that like pugs are not uh, not the healthiest dogs you can. You can... Yeah, that's, that's not generally a good thing from an animal. <laughs> So uh, uh, there's I, your Kansas football quarterback update. I, I, I think if I'm going to win any credence to pugs being weird, it's that there was a place uh, by my house. They were the tax pug professionals. Oh, my god! Professionals. And it was like a pug's face was the, the logo. What about, a, what about a U.K. quarterback update? We did the KU one like we do every day. But what about the U.K. quarterback update? Practice yesterday. Yeah, he's practicing. So... Hold on to your butts, folks. May have came in and placed some money on bet on the cats. No. Rash and I talked before. He was just trying to bet Alabama, trying to find the right juice for Alabama. And I was like, ah, I think Tennessee's going to win. I just want to be so upset. Roush, your heart gets in, in, in the way of your betting. Yeah, but I like Kentucky's either like, I, I'll, here, here's my thing, TJ, with this Kentucky game is I'm going to be upset if they don't win. So uh, like same right. So like I'm just gonna bet on them to win this time instead of having like, oh they lost close but I still won a little bit of money. Like no, just win or nothing. I mean the emotional hedge of 
of your team losing, but getting some money is always nice. And then I never mind losing some money for my team winning. So I usually go the opposite with stuff like that. Uh, I do sadly think Tennessee is probably going to win this weekend, and I really, really hope to be wrong about that. But I guess we'll we'll find out come Saturday. But yeah, it's good news that we'll let us practice. We've got more stuff to talk about with UK football that we've got uh, written down, and we'll get more updates regarding its game against Mississippi State. Have some weekend. interesting basketball news too. Oh, well, I'm excited for that as well. So again, it's going to be a fun Kentucky roll call for you today. We want to hear from you on the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Nobody here went to the Kentucky Rising concert last night oh man no no did you, did you see mark stoops uh I, on the stage i did not yeah i'll may, maybe we can have scoots play the video i mean it's two minutes but it's kind of it's kind of cool because mark stoops that came to kentucky 10 years ago i just can't imagine him being on the stage at rep arena with all those people there and like really punching it up and i mean he 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 was awesome on stage. With how good the weather's been, they probably could have done this thing at the Krogue. You wouldn't want to obviously mess up the the field during a game week, but yeah, the weather's yeah. been so nice lately. They probably could have uh, gotten 40,000 at Kroger Field, but it looked like a packed house at Rupp Arena, which was sweet. Sweet yeah. to see. Yeah, they had... Uh... Raising some money for Eastern Kentucky, and they ended up having uh, just a star-studded... Patty Loveless showed yeah. up, Ricky Skaggs... Um... Chris Stapleton sang "Follow You to Virgie" with uh, Tower Childers. That song, that 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 song always hits you right in the right in the feels. Ooh, want a music hot take while we're at it? Steel Drivers greater than Chris Stapleton. Listen to listen to Steel Drivers. That's I've his, listened to Steel Drivers, they're, but they're not, they're fun. It's I, a little bit more. I feel uh, like Chris Stapleton's been getting a lot of hate lately. No, I like, it's just, I like Chris Stapleton. I do too, but I'm not, it's just, and I'm not afraid to admit it. Steel Drivers is a little bit more hard living kind of music than now. Now he's a little bit softer. You're not the a big edges. Broken Halos guy. <laughs> a little softer on the edges. I did, his wife sang with the Steel Drivers a little bit more too. She's got a great voice. Also, more I didn't know of his wife. I didn't know that Dwight Yoakam was in Wedding Crashers. Guess I was too young, like to, to recognize. Yeah, what to is like. It? He is the guy getting the divorce. Where, That's Dwight Yoakam? Yeah. Really? I had no idea. I, I had our, no little, idea. our little friend group brought it up yesterday, and I had to go, first off, just an amazing scene. You you want to go <laughs> dance with some Latin guy, get all sweaty, makes you feel safe, but a little dangerous? <laughs> and you can go see Chastity in Colorado and not have to worry about anybody getting in your business? She can have the miles. That's him. I had no idea. No idea. I wonder how that came about even. <laughs> yeah, are they Zoe Wilson just pals with Dwight Yoakam or something? We didn't know about it? And when was Dwight Yoakam's like peak? We're again. See, I'm, yeah, I'm way I, out of my element. He was he cuz he was before we came to know music. Like I, 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 I want to say like late 80s early 90s. And certainly when we liked music it wouldn't have been It was Dwight. Backstreet Boys. Yeah, yeah. It, w- it wasn't. Well, okay, I wouldn't say that so much. But uh That was the first concert went to Millennium Tour. His best Arena. his best selling album was 1993. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I bet people watching Wedding Crashers were probably just like, "Oh my gosh, that's Dwight Yoakam." Like adults watching Wedding right, Crashers. Right, right, right. We were 14-year-olds watching Wedding Crashers, and we just were amused with uh, a lot of stuff going as, on in as, that movie. As a 14-year-old, is there a better way to open a movie than Wedding Crashers? <laughs> no, there's really not. Like, seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's still a movie that holds up, regardless of when we watched it when we were young versus now. It's still a hilarious movie, but yeah, Dwight Yoakam 
in in the movie. Well, awesome, awesome show at Rupp Arena. I was told, and I thought about this, once I found out that they were going to be streaming it, I was like, man. Wait, they were streaming it? Yeah, they were for, I think, like 20 bucks. And once I found out that they were streaming it, I was like, there's nothing on on Tuesday night. Yeah, there's playoff baseball, but... I can always switch back and forth on that or do the two TV and have the baseball on mute if I want it so badly. But, like, tonight's a big TV night. You get Survivor, The Challenge, Amazing Race for the fans of, of that show. Don't forget the real love boat. That's all preview for the real love boat. <laughs> They're making them do challenges? See, They're so... They're like, we have to run up this hill and m- blah, blah, blah? Me and my roommate watched the first one, and it, oh, there was there was, like, no challenges. It was all just... Find your love. Yeah, I think that's what it blah, should be. Blah. I no, I want them to do challenges. I don't think the love boat should be doing physical challenges. See, the way the way they advertised it, it. And there should just be love. The way they advertised it, it was like all these singles, and they're going to hook up and do challenges together. Kind of like an Amazing Race type situation. But that's you didn't get any of that in the first episode. So do we Do we see a lot of Rebecca Romaine and Jerry O'Connell in the show? Are they the hosts? Uh yes. No, you don't see a whole lot of them. You no. don't see a whole lot no. of them. Not okay. that I recall. Because I know they're like producers. I'm, I'm, I didn't I'm, know if they were going to be, on, if if they were going to get a lot of face time or not. I'm going to give it one more shot tonight. If if they don't do a challenge tonight, I'm out. Out on the love boat. Out the real love boat. But so I, I considered never getting, seen the old love boat. I considered getting a sh- the stream, but then I saw a few people, a few people that I trust on Twitter, talk about. And I ultimately decided against it because I was like, eh, streaming concerts too in previous experiences with I just that, get bored with it pretty quickly. It's just not good quality. It's not like you're there. The, yeah. the sound is off. It sounds like it's just not It's not, It's not. not great. And not that I wouldn't have loved to donate $20 to, to the cause, but uh, just ultimately decided against it. So I'll buddy, though, say that it was like unbelievable quality. The sound was amazing. It felt like you were there. They were watching it out on their back deck, and I was like, man, actually, I feel like I messed up. I feel like I messed up. Wish I would have done it in hindsight. And then they all finished by singing Paradise. Oh, they did? That's freaking great. That's what Drew Franklin said, at least. So, yeah, it sounded ultimately like it was an awesome, awesome evening at Rupp Arena. So, kudos to all involved, all that made it happen, and Uh, everybody that even attended. That was awesome. So, good on you all. You do not need to send me your videos, though. Uh. Oh, like the social media concert videos? I will say those are like the worst things you can put on your Instagrams or your Snapchats. I just don't. Like a little one, you know, just like, hey, I'm here. Look yeah, how fun this is. But, not... but if you're like recording a whole song, you can just get the hell out. <laughs> there was a dude at I mean Mon- Monster Trucks who was recording the entire Monster Truck thing. What do you, what, who, who wants to see that? I mean, that's all fine and dandy if you want to go back and look at the memories, but I guarantee that whole time he was looking through his phone, not even watching with his own eyes. I'm talking specifically the people that posted onto their social media. If you're filming something and you're, oh gosh, I didn't get to talk about my my Catterday experience at the Krogue on Saturday. We had some folks from, they were from Middlesboro. Now I'm forgetting their name. Ethan, they were 21 or 22. And they were just blacked out. Like, I mean, <laughs> as drunk as you could be. And this dude, my buddy, who we've got seats, we've got, I, I've, I don't know, we've, I know him and he knows a few other people, but it's probably about like eight of us all together. And my buddy, when I sat down, he's like, hey, these people in front of us, they, uh, they bought the, like the pocket pass thing. So they they've they they'll be here for four games and I forget which anyways they said one of the games you weren't at they were here in front of us and this kid here he will FaceTime 
virtually the entire game. And he also will not stop talking to you. And I was like, oh, you know, it's, it's the cats. If we're rocking and rolling, I don't mind. I'm a friendly fella. We'll, we'll have some fun. My buddy was not lying. He <laughs> FaceTimed basically the entire game. Anytime so, something good would happen, he'd like FaceTime. I don't know if it was his grandpa, his uncle, his cousin. It was different people. But, you know, he'd FaceTime, and then he'd turn around, and he'd show the game, and then he'd turn around and be like, these are our friends. Look at them. Look at them. And he'd show us. Oh, my and God. It, it was a lot. It, it turned out to be a lot. Now, the saving grace, I was driving, so I didn't partake, but my, my buddies, anytime there'd be any good play, he this this little 21-year-old from Middlesbrough would whip out his bourbon and just be like, who wants it? Who wants it? <laughs> and my friends were just like, yeah, like free alcohol. Oh, yeah. you know, I'm old enough to know you don't say no to that or dumb enough to know that you don't say no to it. So they were taking polls. So I guess they were just ultimately like, if we got to put up with this kid being super – wasn't so much annoying because, like, oh no, no, he was like a face, huge face, kid. Facetiming in public is annoying. You should never do it. Nobody wants to hear what that other person is saying in conversation. Well, the worst could, place can, of nobody FaceTime, can hear anything because you're at a football game. Yeah, which made it even but dumber. All, just people who like Facetime in a waiting room. Like, you're the worst human that's ever lived. Or speakerphone. God, and like get that. out of here. Have a little common courtesy. Damn it, drives me insane. My dad's just a big speakerphone, regardless of. Oh, and like holding it up to his because he can't hear anything one of my dad and i we you know we work in the same office which i'm very happy about ultimately that i get to see him every day but uh one of our biggest ongoing feuds is one he's just a speakerphone doesn't matter he could be at church and he'd just be like (sighs) yeah 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 he's just you know he's just older unfortunately but i've shown him a thousand times the mute button on phone calls because he will just oh my gosh and it makes like it makes my skin crawl to my core I'll, I'll go into his office not knowing he's on the phone. He'll be like, hey, TJ, do you mind going to the fridge and grabbing me my, my lasagna? It's in the bottom. And I'm just like, Dad, you were talking to a client on the phone. Like, they don't want to, they don't need to hear your side conversations. And he'll be like, yeah, one second. I'm talking to my phone. I'm about ready to eat lunch. I'm going to have some lasagna. <laughs> it's like, Dad, all you have to do, and I've shown him a million times, you push that button, you could say, gobbledygoo. You could cuss. You could say any anything you Perfect want. In the way. You could say anything you want to say, and they're not going to hear it. We could have a full conversation and they'll be none the wiser to the fact and then one time like he was on the phone i just went over and i pushed the mute button and i was like dad stop having conversations with other people when you're on the phone one it's rude two they don't want to hear it and three we can have this conversation and now they don't hear it and he he got really mad he was like you've shown me it a thousand times i don't know how to do it i don't care to do it they can hear what i'm saying just i don't care <laughs> it's, just one, like, okay. it's just one button i was like all, all right <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's the, and it's right next to the button that puts it on speakerphone. This, this is from the sweet Terry Senior. Also, that for uh, he may still do it, but I don't think he does because now it automatically switches for you. But we'd go over to his house on you know for Sunday dinners or whatever it may be. Just would exclusively watch channels on non HD because he wouldn't want to take the time to find the HD version of it. Oh. You know, you're so used to like, well, 32 WOKY. Be like, no, no, you go to 912, dad, yeah, and then yeah. you get the HD. Ch- nope, just exclusively would watch standard definition television. But uh, anyway, so this kid, the reason, like, he was just young. You know, he's, he was young. He was with his friends. They were having fun. So while it was like, 
what are you doing? You know, like enjoy the game or don't enjoy the game. Get the hell off your phone. I wasn't so annoyed by it because he, it was just, I remember when I was that age, not that I was doing FaceTimes at games, but he was hammered and just enjoying the moment. Can I, can I say there is one old man phone habit that I do like, and this isn't my dad, but there's some other people I know that do this. Whenever you're like talking to him on the phone and they just, they hang up so fast, like you can't even really say goodbye. Yeah. Love that. I, I, it's it's very much a like in between 40 and 60 kind of phone behavior, and it's just – it cracks me up every time. Does it bother you? No, not really, but it's just more like – like I know that I got to get in my last word. See, my dad's kind of the opposite, where like there will be times where I'll be on the car phone and I don't really know exactly where in the car my cell phone is, and my dad just won't hang up the phone. <laughs> so I'll be like, gosh, gosh darn it, and like it'll like be awkward because you know it'll be like ten seconds will pass, and then also I don't I I don't think my dad's listening, so I don't have to worry about it. But not to continue to rail on him, he's also somehow the only butt dialer of i the cons- a consistent butt dialer on an iPhone. I can't tell you how many voicemails I have of just nothingness, how many phone calls I've gotten, or I'll be like, yeah, Dad, what's up? Just nothing. Yeah, oh, I don't yeah. know how it, I don't yeah. know how it happens. I can tell you how it happens because I do it. Oh, oh gosh. You, of course, Scoots. He's I, almost 70. You, I mean, I don't – What's d- your excuse? I probably don't do it as much as he does, maybe like once every couple weeks. But So the thing is, is you got to hit that button on the side to turn your iPhone off. Well, it doesn't always respond, you know? Sure. So you like, put your phone in your pocket, and then next thing you part, know, your call. That's part about one, it. and there's at least two more parts that have to happen for the butt dial to happen. Yeah. That's part one. Second is you have to go to call log. Mm-hmm. So how that happens, who knows? Thirdly, you have to hit a number and then go there, and who knows how that happens? So uh, I don't know. I, you know, you're you're a young adult, Scoots. I'm not sure what I can say. For, I guess you're a middle aged <laughs> adult. I don't know what I can say for you. Ah, can we just say young adult? No, no. middle aged adult. Young you're middle, like you're middle aged. You're middle aged. Six. Oh yeah, yeah. You're out of the eighteen to twenty five is that early demo, right? We're, I can think you could make even a case for eighteen to thirty as young adults. But, but yeah, you're not. You're not there. Coming up. Oh, on, you're getting even older this weekend too, Scoots. Larry Legend here. Remember, my name's going to be Legend. What's what, what day specifically? Saturday. Wow, Saturday birthday. Doesn't you're gonna go get to torn up from the floor and up. Twenty five games. I am not. I'm going to go to Midway and call a football game. Oh, man. That's it. For that UK Youngstown State game, Midway was having a festival. I didn't know what that it was. It was packed, well, and I got stuck going through there on the way home, and it took so much longer. See, and I was pulling like I was. I'll get off that. Uh, that's usually how I go to Lexington for game days because I don't want to go down Broadway. So I'll go Leastown Road or whatever, get off the Midway exit, and it's like, man, what is going on? Everybody's going to Midway. It's like, is it the football game? It was not the football game. It was. I did see football play. They had a football game that day, and I did see football players walking around the festival, whatever festival that was, though. It was lit. Uh, Hudak Cats fan tweets in, we need to go to a break, and says there was a college version of the Red Zone called Goal Line. It was an ESPN channel that switches back and forth all over ESPN-related games. It was dissolved after ESPN Plus was formed. It was awesome. I remember that. But I, it, wasn't, it didn't it have the same juice. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't uh, the Red Zone channel. Well, and – they also didn't have like that was pre. But it was it wasn't it was, it was pre ESPN Plus too. It was like pre SEC Network. You know, like yeah. they didn't. I mean, they, they they did not have as nearly as many games. But it was better than nothing. Hudat's Cats fan, and I agree with you on that. Also, I'm just seeing your header on your Twitter picture at Hudat Cats fan. Uh, sweet picture. Uh, who's Kentucky playing in that picture? Is it Vanderbilt? Kind of looks like Vanderbilt, but it also kind of looks a little like Notre Dame. But I would guess. I don't think Kentucky's. Played Notre Dame ever? 
That'd so. be pretty interesting. Need That's to make that happen. All right, we'll head to a break. We'll try to figure out who Kentucky's playing and who that Cats fans uh, Twitter header picture. And we'll come back and we're going to talk UK sports because it was a very newsworthy day. We like to kind of do, you know, our pleasantries to enter the show. No matchups between Kentucky and Notre Dame. And then 40, so okay, so that takes out Notre Dame. It's got to be Vanderbilt then. Uh, then 40 minutes go by and you're like, oh, we need a break. And then we need to actually talk about things people care to hear. Oh, it looks like it could be West Virginia. West Virginia. If you look at the helmet on the far left guy. It looks like there's a state of West Virginia there. Hmm, pretty unique state. So uh, I certainly can't see that far or click on the picture, but maybe I need to pull it up on my phone. We'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kaler. I don't know what this is, but I'm having a good time with it. Just talking about just mashed potatoes. I'm guessing that's a, that's like it, a yeah. dance. Was the, here's the mashed potato. I li- I heard it on a commercial the other night, and I was like, mm, maybe I'll just do a food theme day. I'm I'm, I'm so in on that. I'm, <laughs> I'm hugely in on that. Uh, I had salsaritas yesterday. So good. We just have so much salsaritas leftovers. We tried to just force people to take like plates home, and very few did. And it uh, it was so great. Ooh, it, I, can I, I have a recommendation for your salsaritas leftovers? What? Fry egg over top of it, like a dippy egg. Ooh. Get the yolk all over it. Yeah, it's a very fun uh, way to. I, mean, I probably won't it do it, but I, I mean, because now I I think last night was probably our last mm-hmm. go at the leftovers. Sunday catering, Wednesday probably could get away with it. Getting past two days, though, is a little sketchy. Boy, what? If you saw two days? my eating habits in college with, like, leftover food. Oh, I'm, I'm still a would, week now. People would be disgusted. A week? Yeah. What's wrong with a week? Well, like, it's, if it's in the fridge, then it's not bad. Yeah, no, I get that, but I, I just, I don't know. I feel like the taste declines sharply after two days. Well, but, Scoots, you also only get, like, Processed fast food. Like, of course it goes bad. But, like, if I make something, if I make a roast, right, and I just am not in the mood for roast for three or four days, it's going to be fine. See, my roommate cooks a lot, though, and, like, it's the same thing with him. Like, he usually cooks chili on Sundays. I will not eat it on Wednesday. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's actually better on Friday than it was on Sunday. Hmm. That's debatable. Chili. You you can't say that confidently. I can say it. It's definitely better the next day. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I, chili I, I, I think, is a I food think, that gets better as the longer it sits. I think it's incredibly subjective. But, but I'm also just, um, I'm uh, waste not, want not. And sure. Like, and that's a, good, that's a good thing, ultimately. Yeah. I, I, I think there is like a, 
you're right that it's probably okay to eat, but I don't. Maybe I just get sick of it after a certain point. See, but I've had salsaritas for four straight days, and not that I'm sick of it. It's impossible to get sick of salsaritas. But four straight days of but any food is a lot. But we've been pulling it out, pulling it in, pulling it out, pulling it in, and it's probably just time to go. And there's not too much left, anyways. But uh, that those wildly really... addictive chips, though, are oh yeah, yeah. I should have actually brought those in today, and we could have just munched on them. Just the whole I... radio show would just that be. That is the thing oh, about salsaritas oh. catering. They give you more chips than I think you could. Has anybody ever finished salsaritas catering chips? What they give you in one sitting. I I think it's a, no, not just in ge- just in general. Just oh, like, have you ever, ever ran out of them? <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not so convinced that they're not multiplying. <laughs> I struggle to finish the bag they give you with a oh, meal. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, normally I don't. But imagine that times like a million, and then imagine yeah. how many chips you have. So when you do catering and salsaritas, <laughs> you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. You're probably going to have some leftovers, and they make the process so easy. You can do it all from your app. The weekend's right around the corner, so keep them in mind if you got any events. If you're going to the Krogue for tailgating, let salsaritas take care of you. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Do not forget to download the app, though. They can bring it to you. They're probably not going to bring it to Lexington for you, but that in that case, they'll have it waiting for you at the store. You'll go pick it up on your way out of town. Bada boom, bada bing. You get to Lexington. You set it all up, and you're ready to rock and roll. So we love Salsaritas. You do as well. An update on the meaningless who is in the Hudak Cats fan picture. Roush was probably some of the most impressive investigating work I've seen. Within like 20 seconds of us going to break, he pulled up West Virginia's old helmets and said it was West Virginia. That's that's who is in this game. Yeah, pretty sure. It oh, was and you know what should have given it away? Derek Ramsey at quarterback. I'm an idiot. I don't know. What? The stupid little musketeer guy right at the bottom left of the picture wearing the, the coonskin hat. Oh, uh, yep. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Now, yeah, now I'm a little embarrassed. Yeah, Kentucky won both of those games too. Yeah, um, suck at West Virginia and, uh, with Frank or Derek. Excuse me, not Frank Ramsey. Derek Ramsey at quarterback. Yeah, I am just seeing the coonskin cap now. Am I an idiot for liking West Virginia money line tomorrow night? Who they got? Baylor at home. They are three and a half point dogs, plus yeah. one forty on the money line. Yeah, you're an idiot. No, I don't think you're an idiot. I don't know. Well, it's one of those I mean, lines that I think stink so much that I'm I'm playing into the stink. But Texas A and M was expected to have a good season as well, and it looked much like Baylor. So maybe not. Maybe it's not such a bad idea. Speaking of stink, Roush, does the South End smell horrible? I mean, more horrible than usual. Um, it's just Louisville smells in general. Holy smokes. We need, we need Driving rain. around yesterday was we need it bad. I've read the reports of it. I've read the news articles. And I drive around Louisville all the time, but I. I, there'd be maybe a pocket of town where it's like, yeah, that doesn't really smell good, but you turn a block and you're fine. You just get those. But I was in downtown whiffs, yesterday. So I was bad. in the West End yesterday. I was in Nulu yesterday. All of those parts of town smelled horrible, and that's what it is. There's no rain, so the sewage is just There's just sitting, sitting. Good so news. We're gonna get some rain today, and it's great news. But. Um, and then I, once I got like closer to Germantown and stuff, it didn't smell as bad. And then the East End didn't smell really all that bad. So there are parts of town where you don't really get a whiff and, of it. And but it's basically like smokes. the older the part of town is, <coughs> the older the sewage system is. Yes. So it's less likely to. That that checks out. Yep. yep. Although Germantown's pretty old, but uh, didn't that that part didn't smell so bad. Anyways, holy smokes, that was not good. Yeah. Let's um let's get this let's get this stink away. It's not not pleasant because it is pleasant outside. It feels great outside. Wow, we got an update. Breaking news. Yeah, the Woodman 
who is a regular listener, says UK used to have a Daniel Boone character at games too, would fire the rifle after every score. What? what? That, oh, man. I mean, first off, if it's true, bring it back, first and foremost. Secondly, do we have any evidence of this? That UK football used to have a Daniel Boone character running around the sidelines? I knew at one point they had a stuffed wildcat on the sidelines, which that is a little weird. Just yeah. having like a dead uh, taxidermy. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being in charge of like, did they like lift it up in the air when something good happened? Like, woo! Look at the dead cat! Look at the dead cat! And then there was talks of trying to get an actual live cat on the sidelines, but it was just too like ferocious and it well, couldn't be tamed. It's um, wildcats. Um, the specific like a lynx. They're recruit. They're. I mean, wild. Cats in general are reclusive animals. They don't like loud noises, so bringing them to a football game is kind of cruelty towards animals. Do you know they have oh, they uh, some baby f- wildcats at the Louisville Zoo right now? I did not some know Some baby that. lynxes? Yeah. That's very cute. Yeah. Uh, I'll be at the zoo this week for Boo at the Zoo. You know the only downer to stuff like that, though? You don't see any animals when you go at night. They're all sleeping. Humans are animals. The freaks come out at night. I'm excited about it. They do a good job with that. I just uh, ordered a Halloween costume, too. What are you going to be? Skeleton. Ooh, that's spooky. Yeah, yeah. What about uh, Duke? Duke is going to be a dinosaur. Yeah, he's very excited. He, um, you didn't... Uh, yeah, your mic's not working, yeah, yeah, pal. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can't hear a word you're saying. Oh, maybe because it's not on. That works. Yeah. My first day in radio. <laughs> when we go to the zoo, we're going to just be bluey, but it's really, they're just shirts that say, like, mom, dad on them. So oh, great. That's what we're doing. Uh, little Lucy loves bluey. She'll have a Smart. costume, right? What we're actually doing for real Halloween, I don't think we've decided. Does she have a bluey costume? Is she going to be? Uh... I think she's got something. I would imagine the wife has something for the little for the little baby to wear. Not so sure. I haven't. Confirm that. I knew. I know that. I've seen our shirts though, so I know that those exist. Ah. Uh, it'd be really embarrassing if Lucy didn't have a costume though. What a loser! <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, you love Halloween, and your daughter's already embarrassing you. And uh, I'm done yeah. with all the Halloween decorations. Finished. Knocked that out yesterday. That's always a nice relief. Uh, anyways, also another history about UK's wildcat mascot is this happened like in 2012. UK does have live mascots. They live at some like reserve or something like that where and uh what was his name it was like blue and whenever you'd go to uk like 101 and you get your little packets about the university or if you went and toured the university they would tell you about blue and they'd be like he lives over off blah 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 he's the uk's live mascot and they'd say the stuff that you can't bring him to games Uh, they we tried uh turns out like blue had been dead for like three years but nobody related to uk that was a really funny side story. <laughs> I, I, I love the update on that. It may have not have been three years. It may have been shorter. But the UK's live wildcat mascot that they have, it's, again, some reserve or wherever, blah, blah, blah. It had passed, and nobody mm. had related to UK. But, That's uh, unfortunate. I'm, I'm all for the, the Daniel Boone character. I'd never heard that before, though. Never heard that. That'd be a lot of fun, though. Get him with the coal. Like Daniel Boone come out and shoot the other mascot. <laughs> oh, and like Daniel Boone, you, you get obviously it's a trained mascot. We talked about how much the mascots in the NBA were making like two weeks ago. You said this guy would have to be trained. What if he goes out there and he juggles Cole? <laughs> and then during Ooh, touchdowns, light he the coal on fire. <laughs> how, how great would that be? Keeps the lights on. <laughs> yeah, well, for the fourth quarter when everybody turns their phones' lights on, he's out there juggling coal lit on fire. You're telling me the crowd's not going to get pumped up for that? 
<laughs> Million dollar ideas. <laughs> I want to hear about this basketball scoop you have. Oh, yeah, and take him to basketball games while you're at it. <laughs> I just imagine a bearded guy. Well, you know, like the twirlers, they'll do fire things. Yeah. The baton, the baton oh, women. Oh, man, just juggling coal. That's yeah. great. That would be good. <laughs> Rash really got tickled with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm very tickled by it. All right. Tell me this basketball scoop. Oscar Sheboy. Yeah. He is having minor knee surgery, which anybody will tell you it's only minor if it's not happening to you, which mm. I believe, although this one does sound pretty minor. Sounds like um, they call them cleanups in the NBA. And it's usually like a two-week ordeal. Okay. But, um, yeah, like it is weird that it's something that was minor enough that he could play on it at pro day, but it was major enough to have surgery. But I guess that's why it's your kind of basic scope, right? Like he's not getting his foot cut off or anything like that. So sounds pretty basic. Um, Jeff Drummond thinks it's a cartilage clean. Yeah, yeah. Which, Something along those lines. Which, yeah, that, that checks out um, and sounds pretty normal. It also was just kind of nice, like – I'm I, I'm not going to get too over the top, like, trying to like, – uh, it's nice when the coach just kind of tells you, hey, he's having this procedure thing done. He'll be with us in a couple weeks. Like, I'm less likely to be like, or it, did he tear his ACL? And he, like, like, being up front and honest, I'm, like, there's less wiggle room for me to speculate as to what it might be. So you're saying you like that Cal tweeted out what he tweeted out instead of seeing him just kind of – not participate in Big Blue Madness. Yes. I agree with that. Yes. I will say, one, and hopefully we'll all be uh, a little bit better with injuries. Don't need to get in, go down that road. But I will say one thing that Calipari has built himself is that when you do the injury thing, people just don't know when to trust you or when not to trust you. Mm-hmm. I, I generally will just take kind of coaches at their word and try to read between the lines. But if they say it's minor and it's not a big deal, then I'll I'll assume that it's minor, not a big deal. Uh, they didn't say the Keon Brooks stuff two years ago was minor. They said that that was pretty, you know, they said it was a pretty serious thing. So I'll take them at their word for it. But I will say one thing about injuries when you do the haven't seen them bit, which I'm okay with. I get it. There's a gamesmanship aspect with it. You're you're. You're paid to win games. You're not paid to make the fans happy with injury reports. But that is one thing that makes it a little bit tougher for for Calipari. But this does seem to be minor. And Roush, to me, it just comes off as a, hey, this isn't really a big deal, but the season's about to be in full swing. Let's get you 100% cleaned up. And I did see some people say, well, why wouldn't they have done this in June, July, August? Because may, there may not have been a reason to do it then. Maybe there was no, mm. you know, infla- inflation. Uh, inflammation. Inflammation. There was definitely Jeez. inflation in July and August. <laughs> hey, we try not to get political on this show, Scoots. Okay. <laughs> Please keep those comments to a minimum. We'll fire can, Ralph if, if you if you can if you can help it. But like maybe there there was no need. They didn't see a concern for it. But then he started to get a little sore after some of the workouts. He's a tough guy, so it didn't really let him bother him. And they just said, let's clean it out. Let's get you ready. Let's get you 100%. I think Kyle Tucker said they do not anticipate him missing any games. Good. Yeah. So if all this is true, good. I mean, he get was just taken a... care of before the season starts, and let's get ready to rock and roll because I'm so pumped up for basketball this year. He was on a bicycle. 
the other day. Yeah, I saw everybody tweeting about like who who was there any evidence that this was after the procedure? <laughs> no, it was probably before it. Yeah. So yeah, that's so, what I mean though. Is he was oh you're saying if enough, it was bad enough before for him he to wouldn't be on a bicycle. That's a good point. Yeah, sure, that, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I thought everybody was like, well, look, he had the procedure. He's good. He's on a bicycle. I was like, who said that he had a... Okay, that makes much more sense. That was hand up. I was also, wrong on that one. Can I also say, um, let's big shout out to our pal Matt Sack, who's been on the show before, but I don't know. There was a lot of folks like, what's what, what's this Damian Collins day thing? But he got it going, and it was, it was fun. It was fun. I, I, I still don't know why it was Damian Collins right, day. Like you would think he would pick like 10-4 or something, like... Like his number, or, uh-huh. you know, have any sort of. Just, no, it was just a random Tuesday. But I, I enjoyed the photoshops. It reminded me of the old John Wall photoshops where he was John Wall dancing and like with the Sistine Chapel. It was like God handing John Wall dance the apple. Like that, those were great. This time he was jumping over. Um, he was jumping over Neil Armstrong on the moon. He was jumping over the Eiffel Tower. I saw that he was dunking on a twenty foot goal outside a Rupp Arena. <laughs> then there was. Uh, even UK tweeted, they were like, we're, we'll get it. Somebody told us it was Damian Collins Day, and they tweeted out a clip of Collins, which, like, it was a kind of nonchalant, don't think you're getting away with it in a game, but he missed a shot off the backboard, just kind of threw it up. You can get away with that. N- nobody was there, and he just jumped straight up yeah. and caught his rebound and dunked it. It was like... Pretty awesome. Like, the... I can't he wait made for- it look so easy, but it takes so much energy and effort to just go up off of two feet after you've already gone up off of two feet with two hands. Like, that's a – God, he's a freak. He's going to be so awesome this year. Uh, him and Toppin, ain't no stopping. Hour one of Kentucky Roll Call is finished. We'll be back for hour number two. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Wacky Wednesday edition of the show. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, and get some Shady Ray Shays on your head. You'll love them. You'll love the selection. They're doing some specials right now on snow goggles just because we're heading towards winter, whether you like it or not. But if you are a skier or snowboarder, Shady Rays will also have you covered there. Polarized Shades is the name of their game, but they've got prescription glasses, blue light glasses, sunglasses for the kiddos. They've got it all. They really, really do. You've got to go to their website, ShadyRays.com. If you've never been there, check them out. You'll be impressed. You'll really love the fact that you can get 25% off with promo code BIGX. They've got a limited edition breast cancer awareness. I need to get some of those and probably keep some for myself, but even maybe give away some on the show. Uh, yeah, it's tough not to fall in love with their website when you go to. They've got when you go to it, they've got over 200,000 five-star verified reviews. 
and they do a lot of great things that you hear me talk about every single day. Their replacement pair promise, their 30-day money-back guarantee, and when you buy with them, they're helping feed hungry folks in America. You'll love Shady Rays. That's a promise from your friend TJ Walker, the sports stalker. Roush, what do you want to get in to start to start the day? To start I, the um, I should say. I thought it was uh, some pretty interesting basketball recruiting news last night. Yeah, why? Well, I, I do want to talk about the Big Blue Madness guest list, but are you? But what specifically? I'm not talking about the Big Blue Madness guest list. I'm talking about Flory Badunga. Yeah, yeah, that's what I figured you were going at. But why? Why is that so interesting? So it didn't feel like like he doesn't strike me as a guy that UK goes after. Why not? Well, first and foremost, uh, he plays for Indiana Elite or Adidas. Cincinnati just hired. The son of the guy who, who runs Indiana Elite, and a lot of people have picked Cincinnati to be his ultimate destination. Flory, Flory ends up at Cincinnati. The big Bedinga goes there. Big Bedinga. He is huge. 6'9", 220, class of 2024. So Kokomo, Indiana. He's a junior. That's a big, big body. But it felt like, like okay, this F- guy five star player, number two player in the class according to rivals. I'm sure other places. Yeah, have he's him. like he's top five everywhere. Okay. he's one of the best in the class, and it just it just always felt like that this was one that Kentucky would stay away from, and yet that's not the case. Yeah, Cal doesn't generally waste time on lost causes. He'll sometimes try to kick some tires and see if they can wiggle their way in or see if they can do anything, but it. it Seems like they're maybe that's what they're doing right now is they're kicking some tires, seeing if they can get some leverage. But the the fact of the matter is in the nil game, I I don't know the situation at Cincinnati, but UK basketball is just going to have a better nil platform than Cincy will. So maybe it's hey you can hire whoever you want. AU roots run deep. U of L hired a dude's grandfather to get a kid. Yeah. But maybe once you're pre- presented with the dollar and cents, it just doesn't make sense if you ain't making the dollars. Yeah, I. That's what I, we say in the. I just know. Days. So, for me, it's one of those things where Jack's had this guy on his radar for a while, but has been like, uh, I can't really go all in because I just don't think he's going to end up in Kentucky. And the fact that, like, oh, well, now they're offering him means leads me to believe that they think they have a chance with this guy, which I didn't think was always the case. And. It's really just got to rip Scoots' heart out that, like, man, you thought you might have a chance getting a guy from the state of Indiana to go play for the Hoosiers, but that looks like an impossible task now. You know, you may you may add him to the list of guys I've been wrong about, but he's a Hoosier. Oh. He's a Hoosier. You heard it here. So I'm just wasting my breath right now. Absolutely. Cal's wasting his time. So Absolutely. is Orlando Antigua. No, I will tell you all, though. Th- so I've thought Flory would – I mean, we have a good chance at him, but I I – I don't know. It seems like a guy that's going to go to Purdue because that's what it seems like the in-state guys do now. But when Kentucky gets involved, little part of me gets gets scared, starts shaking in my boots a little bit. I'll be honest with as, you. As it should. Well, I think we could be falling in love with Flory Badinga to the rhythm of a steel drum band down Badunga. in Kokomo. Badunga. That's where we want to go. Way down in Kokomo. Cincinnati. Indiana. Oh, I'm not going to go there. UK. Suck it, you losers. It's going to be Kentucky. The Lexington Wildcats are the freaking best. With John Calipari. You don't get this content anywhere, folks. That's where we want to go. You ever frequent Kokomo? 
Way down in Kokomo. Uh, I've never been to Kokomo, no. Really? I've been to the actual Kokomo. I would imagine Kokomo is more Stopping at a beer there. Purdue when country than it is Hoosier country. Mm, I think the whole state is more Hoosier country than Purdue country. Oh, wow. Are you saying so Lafayette's more Hoosier country than Purdue Lafayette's country? probably the only exception. I don't know. I hear Kokomo's got a big boiler up contingency. Mm-hmm. Boiler down. I feel down. like uh, the Indianapolis Stars covering Purdue a lot more than they cover the Hoosiers lately. Wow. Greg Doyle can't can't read anything into what he does. Well, you well, actually, shot fire to Greg Doyle. You really can't read any of Greg Doyle's work either because it's all behind a paywall. That's true. <laughs> so you'd think you'd hope that like a subscription to their – Gannett would work. You know no. my, you know my favorite paywalls. There's, there's websites out there, and I gotta frequent them a lot for like my high school football notes. The ones that have the paywall, but you can still see the story behind it, and it <laughs> lets you like scroll down. So you can, I mean, you got a squint, but you can, you can still read it. They'll show you the whole story, but only for like four seconds. But if you screenshot it, boom, yeah, you got it. Yeah, I've had to do that in the past too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of just media members, what was up with the uh, Pat McAfee rant? That was uh, bizarre. Really was pretty weird. Because so the if you didn't see the video, if Matt tweeted it out. Uh, if you don't like curse words, it just it felt strange. Right, so first and foremost, what did Ryan Tajlakta do to Pat McAfee? <laughs> well, so McAfee for. For what I don't know what brought it up, right? Because the butt punt was two, three weeks ago. Correct. This was old news. And McAfee went on Monday Night Football with Peyton and Eli and, like, you know, did his Pat McAfee thing, like, joking about, like, the protector, you're not supposed to back up. He punted it right in his butt. This isn't the punter's fault. And so Max just quote tweeted and said, well, that's an American way of looking at things because all he had to do was just move and he would not have punted it. And... I thought it was pretty harmless, and then somehow it got brought up on Pat's show this week, and he just started mfing him all up and down. Like you don't know anything because you yeah, didn't. I guess they had some tweets too back and forth as well, or Max had tweeted about Pat or something along those lines. At least that's what Pat said. He was like, "Don't you tweet me this, that, or the other, or something like that." I think it was just that one quote. Tweet. It was just the one. I, I I'll I try I'll dig in some more. I get the sense that there's some sort of like. They took our gerbs vibe from American punters versus Aussies. Um, because that's the only way to explain the seemingly anger towards Max. I think it like started as like a bit, like you thought it was gonna be like a funny bit, and then it just went kind of wrong. Like it just yeah. like it it, it it wasn't funny, potentially. Uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of spitballing, but it certainly was pretty It's also weird. like, I know you're trying to like make fun of him for being a punter in Kentucky, but Kentucky's had a lot of good punters. And also, he was the best punter in college football for a year. Yeah, no mention of the Ray Guy Award. <laughs> I know. Like, Pat, where was your Ray Guy Award? The, the part, that, it, uh, the part that, that bugs me, though, TJ, is it's like, all right, you're Mr. For the Brand, but if anybody has a different opinion than you about punting, then all of a sudden you, you have to MF them up and down. A lot of people have issues with that, where they just want to be open and honest, but then they hear a difference of opinion and they just have like a mini little meltdown. And that was weird. I, I don't dislike Pat. Again, sometimes I think it's like a little much on college game day, but sometimes that show needs energy. So yeah, yeah. I like him a lot on game day. It's a mix and match. Sometimes I like his segment. Sometimes I don't. Uh, he's created a really nice little media mm-hmm. gig for him himself and some of his buddies they get huge guests on the show they have access to Aaron Rodgers very few media outlets can say that 
But that was a, a swing and a miss. Well, I it, wonder how he'll play that. See, and there, there's also a thing, too, TJ, where, like, he talks on a microphone so many hours a week that, like, I'm not going to get – like, he's going to swing and miss. <laughs> you know? Yeah, You're, that's, that's true. just going to happen. That's a good um, point. But I did – I know there was definitely some people that cringed when he dropped the C-bomb on him. And it, it reminds I, – I needed to share this story because I was – on my bachelor party in New Orleans, out of my mind, just in a oh, – oh, oh, I mean, boy. it was whew, wild times. We went on a little adventure. Everybody buckle up. We were on our way back to Bourbon Street, and I'm with my brother-in-law, who is – he's not Mitch Barnhart, top button, but he was definitely one of the most responsible people there. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he he's kind of, uh, uh, you know, almost like my guide on this journey. And we, we'd gone far off. We're on our way back to Bourbon Street. Final pit stop. We're going to stop and get another beer before we, we get back to, like, the, the hellhole that is Bourbon Street. And he sits – I'm sitting down, and he walks up to the guy next to me, and he says, what's up, ya? And just drops the hard C-bomb. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, I was having a good time. I don't want to – I don't want to get in a fight right now. Like, what, what, what the hell? Why are you doing this? And then the guy just called it to him right back, and I was like, "What's going on here?" And like that, he 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 travels the world. He's he could spot this dude was an Aussie, and that's like very much a term of endearment over there. And I had no idea what was happening, and my mind was just like, ah! all at once, and they just started like busting each other's chops. Like so, yeah. it's, so it's it's not it's it really, not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing over okay. there at all. I'll like think, anywhere you else, you're just like, <gasps> where did Pat McAfee punt? West Virginia. Hmm, okay. He was also a place kicker there. And then he had a nice little career at the Colts. Yeah, made a Pro Bowl or two. And uh, again, you know, he, he good on him. That was just a, a swing and a miss. Weird rant. Uh, uh, did he ever like come back and say anything about it? Additionally. He, like, responded to Matt's tweet, but that didn't make much sense either. Max responded, and I, I'm, I'm just glad it, it doesn't seem like it's turned into a big thing. Because I do ultimately think that, like, Max would fit in with that crew, you know? I think Max could kind of fit in with any crew for the most part. But especially one that thrives on, like, ball busting. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that was that was, that was uh, a weird update. It was really, really weird. Um, you know what's not weird? What's that? The Thorns text on. We have great textures in the Thorns text on. They interact with our show. Um, they're sending us pictures of pugs, telling Justin to suck it. It's a great time on the Thorns text on. The number's 502-414-1450. You text in. We read it on the air. First texture says, TJ not liking chicken and dumplings is all KRC needs to know about his food takes. I love chicken. I just don't want it in my dumplings. And any it can any word that has the word dump in it be good? <laughs> yeah, we start with that. Yeah, but no, because dumplings aren't good. So boom. you also are anti gravy, though, right? Like, will you eat chicken pot pie? I'm a fan of young gravy, if that's what you mean. Oh yeah, the guy that was making out with it. Whose mom? Yeah, I don't know. It was, but it was somebody's mom. I Maybe one of the TikTokers. I I don't uh, I don't like gravy. So, um, I, I speaking of like young people, uh, man, I. I know pretty much everybody's out on SNL, but I've been a hanger on, right? Like, it's just a fun little, like, oh, I'll see if this gets any good. <laughs> this weekend, oh, my God. They they did one thing, and I wasn't – it was like um, 
I couldn't tell if it was real or not. But it turns out that people, like, I saw a BuzzFeed article that people were mad that SNL was making fun of this YouTuber scandal about, like, uh, it, it was it was honestly one of those things, like, I just am dumber because of all of this now. SNL, like, why are you wasting your time on this SNL? I'd, I'd hate to be the one. It was to a YouTuber scandal. SNL has been bad for a very long time, Roush. <sighs> I like to, I don't know. Keenan, he's great. He's great. So I've just I've just kind of been holding on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably a nostalgia thing. I, I mean, SNL when it was rocking and rolling really was just a treat for the American people. And and I do think that there is a you're always like nostalgic purposes, right? Like you're gonna look back on like like when we were in college and it was like the one night I wouldn't go out or I would watch it. It was I would watch it hungover Sunday morning. Let's be real. Yeah. But it was like, um, you know, Kristen Wiig. Bill Hader, Jason Sudeikis. Oh yeah, like one of the best was like when social media would be like, you ever, "This so this SNL skit was hilarious." And like, you get it, to go check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got to enjoy it, and but everybody man, loved it. it. Um, yeah, it's yeah. taking a turn. That's you know maybe they'll get back. You never know. You never know. A texter says, "Roush, if you had to predict today, you think Will Levis plays Saturday?" Reason I ask is we're seven point dogs, and I'll definitely drop. It'll definitely drop two or three points if he's ruled available. Yeah, he's uh, he'll play, but I. Do we, do we think it'll drop a lot? Like, I don't... I think it would. I mean, not maybe not a lot, but I think what that texture said, two or three points, I think is pretty Four accurate. and a half, maybe? Yeah. Probably. I could see that. Four, because I, I, can't, I can't see it going lower than that. But yeah, I would think, like, if you want to get it... Uh, I saw the DraftKings this morning at six and a half. If you want to get it at six and a half, go ahead and do that now. Because it'll... They'll, they'll, they'll share it. Like, Pete Thamel will report on college game day that Will Levis is playing. Um, like unless there's some like bar plus some two, sort of setback. Plus two fifteen is great value too. So yeah, I, I went ahead and did that. I'll get in on it. Mississippi State's not beyond stinkers. Nope, nope, they're not. Um, and Stoops likes being the underdog. So yeah, Stoops. Uh, Luckett had a stat. Stoops is like twelve and two as a home dog or something like that. And the only teams that have covered are Georgia. Georgia's a pretty good team. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, there's also something too to consider in this game. Kentucky, Queen. Whew. I, I mentioned it earlier this week, but Mississippi State is a team that if you sit around and wait for them to make mistakes and you tackle well, they'll eventually make them. Mm-hmm. Um, tackling well is key. They missed 12 tackles against South Carolina. Can't be replicating that kind of performance. And that's what killed them on third down, especially. It's, it's also, I mean, they missed 12 tackles last year against Mississippi State, too. Like, you can't you can't be doing that against this kind of team. Um, Andy Bashir, you can't be doing that. But the, the, the special teams aspect of it, they've missed two extra points this year. Um, their kicker hit a 53-yarder two games ago, but has missed each of his kicks in consecutive games. Michael Leach is quick to throw that dude under the bus. Like, we'll just go for two if we can't make or make our kicks. Um, I like that. But they've also like they they beat Texas A&M because they were playing a backup quarterback. They blocked a kick, and instead of it being a one-score game, it turned into 21 to three. It was going to be a 14 to six game. 21-3 after a mistake block kick, and they, they return it to the house. They lost to LSU because they muffed a punt. So, like, special teams, to go back to, they're, they're special. They're very special. Take care of it, right? Just do not cost yourself. Um, I am curious. We might still haven't heard anything about Tavion Robinson, um, whether or not he's going to be available or not. But Dane Key did do interviews yesterday after practice. He was wearing a cast on his wrist, but he's like, yeah, we'll take this off during the game. I'm just wearing it during practice. So, 
that's good, right? Yeah. It seems like the injury stuff this week has been what we wanted. Yeah. Unlike last week, which was pretty much the opposite of that. Any updates? Still not sure on Flax. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the big one. What about on defense? Everybody? Yeah, but no Jacquez Jones. That that always felt like it was going to be bare minimum till after the bye week. Okay. I was worried a little bit about season with him. Yeah, and and that's the thing is it sounds like that it's a ankle sprain and you just anybody who's rolled their ankle before like it you you're liable to redo it just by walking. It could hurt know? 7 months later yeah. just you know out of the <laughs> it blue. Just, it, it, yeah, it, it, they're so fickle. Um but you would hope that if he gets that would be what, a month off by the time the Tennessee game rolls around. That's generally about a a, d- a decent time for uh, coming back. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Another texter on the Thornton's text line says, if we go 7-5 and five and that Iowa job opens up, I think there's a very real chance he leaves. Just couldn't disagree more with a text. Into the I would say line. that that would be the only, like, when like, a texter brought that up on the text line, I think it was for the Rutherford show, right? Like, it it feels like Iowa's probably going to fire Ferentz after this year because he refuses to fire his son. Like, it's they're going to be like, fire your son or don't work for us anymore. Because it's... I love just how much people are piling on. Like, how can you do this to the people of Iowa? Like, Kirk Ferentz, you hate the state of Iowa because you're making them watch this football. So I I love those takes. But it does feel like that they're – I mean, if if I'm going to sweat it out, it's that's it. This is from a a regular texter that usually posts great texts into the Thornton's text line. I guess my biggest disagreement with, like, what's the difference if Kentucky were to go 8-4 and Versus seven and five, is Stoops going to be like, you know what? We got that extra win. No Iowa job for me. If he wants the Iowa job, it's not going to matter what UK's record is this season, for better or for worse. That's he, true. Yeah. And secondly, there, I think you mentioned that you think he's got like five or six years left, and then he's just going to hang it up. I, I I don't disagree with that. I do have a tough time believing he's not going to see this freshman class through. That's true. Yeah, like there are stars. Deion Walker's a draft pick, and I think if Kentucky, I think if things go south this season, season whether it's injury related, whether it's just you know the offensive line was never up to snuff, I wouldn't mind, and I would be totally patient and be totally okay with a youth movement, where if the season gets to that point, Roush, where it's like, yeah, we're probably going to go to a bowl game, but that's about it. Get Keontae Goodwin's ass in the game, get the young guys in the game, and let's start playing for twenty twenty three. Beat Louisville, go to a bowl game. It won't be a bowl game that folks are going to get overly excited about. That's fine. I think if this is a quote unquote step back year, then make it worth something. Get and they can't really help but play the freshmen on offense because they're really good. And there's some guys on defense, obviously, that have made a name for themselves. But if you lose to Mississippi State, and then let's say you trip up even against Missouri, go youth. Start start playing for the future. And I'll be all right with that. I mean, I won't love the way that it all will have unfolded, but I'll be okay with their decision saying, hey, you know what, we make make games tougher on us the rest of this season, but we're playing for the future. I'll be fine with that. They um, That was a, an update from practice, too, that Lockett had. Goodwin was rolling it. So we might see he, him I get some I saw that he was getting some extra reps. Yeah. I do think it's a little bit concerning that UK's offensive line is the worst it's been in the Mark Stoops era, and that dude cannot sniff the field as a five-star recruit. I get it. Line is tough to play in the SEC. But he can't be worse, right? How would he? <laughs> How would he? It, may, maybe it's 
I, I maybe it's the fact that like you have Horsey at left tackle right now, and so you want him in the game. But hey, maybe just give Jagger a break for a series. Let Horsey play left guard, and then let I agree Goodwin play left tackle. Yeah, like that. That's how you would work him in. You would want him next to a dude who's played five years of football instead of a redshirt freshman. Totally agree with that. That's well thought out. Let's take our last break. We'll come back. Hey, and you know what? If you think Mark Stoops is thinking about leaving Iowa, yeah, should we actually maybe do that now or should yeah, we? No, I don't, yeah, now or later. Now, now. Stoops, he's got it ready to roll. Now, so folks worried about that. This is a nice comment from UK football head coach Mark Stoops. Thank you. I appreciate that, and I promise you after this, I'm getting back to work. But I've been here 10 years, and I've never felt more like a Kentuckian than I do tonight. When Chris asks you to do something to help the people of Kentucky, you just say, yes, sir. So, I want to say thank you to all the volunteers, first responders, National Guard, Troops. local and state police, and all of those who helped on the ground. Truly amazing, thank you. We all know the people from Eastern Kentucky are hard-working, resilient, tough people. Just like our team will be. But they still need our help. It's still dire in Eastern Kentucky. And we thank you for being here. Thank you for your support. We still need it. All the proceeds tonight, all the net proceeds from tonight's show will benefit Kentucky Rising Fund. And it is truly my honor to get off this stage and welcome our one and only from Eastern Kentucky, Chris Stapleton. That's pretty awesome. Did you go to a break or are we on air? Oh, okay. we're on air. We're on okay. air. Yeah. Right now? I thought right we're, now. We're live. We're, break. we're live. Uh, that's, that, that was awesome. That was cool to hear. I hadn't hold, I heard the entire clip. I'd heard parts of it and has never felt more like a Kentuckian. So that was cool to hear from the head coach of the University of Kentucky. Really? Really wish I was at that concert. Yeah. Yeah. Good for Mark Stoops for, for those words and helping support the fine folks of Eastern Kentucky. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Kentucky Roll Call goes 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. Replay of the show, 9 to 11, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. You can search Kentucky Roll Call streaming or podcast. Just Google us, Kentucky Roll Call. You can tell your Alexa, play Big X Sports Radio, and you can get the show that way. Plenty of easy ways to listen. ACC Basketball Media Day is going on right now. I think they're shockingly in North Carolina for that. It's about time that the ACC did an event in North Carolina Mm -hmm. for the conference. State's really starving for Mm -hmm. the conference. Exactly. Uh, Kenny Payne, he has said this before, but reiterated it today, talking about UK. Kenny Payne says, it's on Louisville to make it a rivalry. It's not on Kentucky. Kentucky has been dominant. There's been a lot of success. We have to bring it. We have to up it. We have to meet them at a level playing field that makes them worry about us. For the first time in a long time, a UVL basketball coach that gets it. That's 100% true. And if I was a UVL fan, I would be, I'd be reiterating this to any and everybody. Because it's similar kind of to what I say about Kentucky football and the SEC. It's like you got to start being competitive with Georgia. And if you're competitive with Georgia, then you're a national title contender. or You're an SEC East contender. And if you're an SEC East contender, then you're a college football playoff contender. If you're a college football playoff contender, you're a national title contender. It's almost a domino effect. So if I was a UVL fan, I'd say to myself, if we can start making this basketball rivalry more competitive, Kentucky is a national title contending program in basketball more years than not. Yes, there are exceptions. But if Louisville can get to Kentucky's level, that means UVL's back. That means UVL's right where they want to be, right where they have thought they belonged and haven't been for nearly coming up on a decade. So it's, it's a steep climb, though. It is. Well, in basketball, it's a little bit easier to make it. You know, it's you true. just you get a couple good recruits, you hit the the portal, you get a couple players in. It doesn't have to be a slow, long rebuild, and that was kind of what was so surprising about Kenny Payne in the transfer portal this past season and so far in recruiting. But he's right about that when it comes to UK U of L rivalry. I was talking to a buddy of mine. He was like, "I'm I'm kind of ready for U of L to get back good again." Because it's just the basketball rivalry hasn't really had the same the same steam to it. Mm-hmm. Same oomph. I don't care so much about that. It's a win-win for me. If U of L stinks and UK gets to beat the snot out of them, that's fun. I love it. If U of L's good and Kentucky's good, and they're playing top ten, top fifteen, top twenty matches like we had in the Calipari Batino Golden era there. That's great, too. Love it. Really like when they have their hopes. The up, only though. thing I don't want is like the Billy Gillespie era where L has Kentucky's number. Yeah, don't want that. But there's there, there were no lies told by Kenny Payne. And you're going to have some L fans that won't so much disagree with the sentiment or the point, but they'll just, he's a, he's a Cal guy. He's a UK guy. Look at him talking nicely about UK. I will say, though, everything he's done has been Calipari light. The things he says on recruiting, when it comes to style of play, for example, 
we're we're not if you're interested in only nil, don't come here. I mean that's a that's a Calipari carbon copy. Style of play, same stuff. And I bet the style of play actually looks pretty similar to Kentucky. They just won't have the players to do it. But, you know, you miss your layups high, go for the rebound. We want to fly up and down the court, which isn't really how Kentucky plays, but it's how they say they're going to play. But good stuff from Kenny Payne, telling it like it is. A little dose of reality I think will go a long way for UofL. It's one thing they've been missing throughout this whole <laughs> – this whole scandal. Dose of reality. Awareness. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. You're going to see a lot of people talking about that quote, although, again, he, he said something very similar, almost verbatim, just a couple weeks ago. But, again, you'll have some UL fans that don't want to face reality. Nope. But the smart ones will be like, yeah, this is exactly true. We need to, we need to get things going. A texter says, Clippers' last preseason game is tonight, and their first game isn't until the following Thursday. John Wall will be at Madness. Oh, you marking it down? That's what the texter says. Be fun. There hasn't been a lot of, um, I know Jack had that thing in the summer about like, ooh, Drake? Lil Wayne? Like had, had like some of those kind of whispers out there. Haven't heard a lot of whispers leading into this one. In fact, it's it's kind of nice though that it's Big Blue Madness is sneaking up on us. I, I kind of prefer it that way because if you don't want to oversell, underdeliver, you'd you'd rather it be the opposite, right? Not expecting much and then, and it's just ah, awesomeness. Yeah, I, I mean, in a perfect world, you you have football that kind of holds your hand to Big Blue Madness, and you're exactly right. You're like, oh, it's Big Blue Madness week, which is exactly what I did yesterday. I I say the same thing about Big Blue Madness every year. So if you've been listening to Kentucky Roll Call for any stretch of time, if you've never been before, it's cool. If you have been, it'll be very similar to the last time you had been. I wish they did more basketball. They won't, but that will be coming soon. And uh, but it, it, if you're if you're a big UK basketball fan, it, it can be a fun Friday night. It's just not the most substance, I guess. And that's okay. I don't think it's supposed to be. A texter says, I can't listen to KSR anymore. Oh, boy, we love these texts. Oh, yeah. All Matt does is talk about Tyler Childers and plays his awful music. Show has really gone downhill. Tyler Childers is, does not have awful music. He's, He's just fine, yeah. Yeah, I like his music. Man, if you don't like the off topics that they have, whew. <laughs> listen to our first segment. What has anybody we... heard uh, that new that, that Feathered Indian song about Tyler Childers? I have listened. Oh, here's another music hot take. Hey, Tyler Childers, have more than six songs on a new. I would like more songs. Wow, shots fired at Tyler Childers. Yeah, he had. So he has. There's six gospel songs, but he has like three different versions of each. And I'm just like, uh, which one am I supposed to listen to? Like, I don't. Yeah. Just give me, just give me more songs. He's the same age as us. Does he look older or younger than you and me? He is older than you. He is younger than me by three months. I would say he's more successful. Oh, no, I don't hear him on a daily radio. No, show. not on the radio mm-hmm. radio mm-hmm. waves every day. We, I, I, we, I think he looks about like we, we look. We, young, look, we uh, look younger, much younger. I don't think. Uh, I agree. I think, yeah, we did. We just do. It's the mustache. 
I mean, first off, I've had mustaches before. Yeah, no, but I, he's got like the long, bushy one. I think we're giving ourselves too much credit. Like, I feel like I look pretty old and washed, and so do you, TJ. <laughs> what was with you doing the pumpkins without a shirt on yesterday? I thought we that, were, we I were thought painting, that, that was... so you couldn't get paint on your shirt. So Duke had to take it off. Dad had to take his shirt off, too. Yeah. And that went over social media? Oh, yeah. Yikes. Went out to everybody to see. Yikes. Did... Was it was it three for three with the shirt? No, 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 just the guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> she she is an art teacher. She knows how to keep. She paint knows. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Just a couple She's of boys like yourself. You all are animals. Oh. You're gonna get paint everywhere. Yeah. And, and okay. at one point, Duke did. At one point, he got paint on his hands and he went to wipe it off by licking it. And it was like, no, 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 oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, don't, Gosh. don't. That is. But it is the the harmless stuff, though. Good. Well, we w- w- genius move by Brooke though. She bought. Uh, those like, they're they're fake pumpkins, right? They're like plastic or something like that. She bought them after the fact, like uh, on clearance one year. Mm-hmm. So now we can like last year we would give the pump, like, he would paint them, and then we would give the pumpkins a bath, and then you can repaint them. Oh my gosh, you all are so cheap. Pumpkins are like three dollars. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like you you can keep them though, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's nice. Just have them year after year. He also did his own. He went to a pumpkin patch already, though. They checked that box. <laughs> I already did that. <laughs> the pumpkins turned out great. A bluey one, which we love to see. Oh, yeah. A texter on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, says, Sheesh, Riggs just blew a phone for a phone up friend on the dozen opener. I mean, he used the lifeline ca- on the opener? I got to catch up on the, the, the dozen, but not good, Riggs. Not good. Which one of our recruits goes to the Donda school slash cult again? Uh, Dilly, Dilly. Yeah, he'll be the only big name not at Big Blue Madness. Uh, I think they have a game that night, but that's a little bit of a bummer. By the way, here's Jack Pilgrim's list, Jack Pilgrim KSR on Twitter, of Big Blue Madness. This is pretty huge. DJ Wagner, Aaron Bradshaw, Justin Edwards, Reed Shepard. Those are your 2023 guys as of now. 2024, they've got... Ian Jackson, Carter Knox, which is Kevin's little brother, mm-hmm. Ace Bailey, who I'm not overly familiar with, Travis, Travis Perry, he's a Kentuckian, right? Yeah, Sa- sounds he's like a Lion County uh, kid. He's can the, light it the, up. the scorer of all scores. Yeah. And then Jasper Johnson, a 2025 guy that I don't think I've ever heard that name before. Sweet name. Are they going to get Flory Badunga there? Nope. Yeah, he is a conflict apparently, so he's not going to make the visit. Um, uh, that would have been nice. I... Uh, that's a, that's a monster list, though, especially the 2023 guys. Let's get Wagner and Bradshaw on board. But then 2024, if Jackson doesn't reclassify and you can go from having Cason Wallace to Wagner to Jackson, good night. Good night. Carter Knox is really good. I've kind of got a weird sense he's not going to go to UK. I think he'll want to like do something different just because his dad was so adamant that Kevin did something different. So, hmm. dad, great guy. Not, no no, no really, bad words to say about him, but they, uh, they kind of follow their own path. They don't really like to go where people think they're going to. Remember, well, it was a surprise where he picked UK over Duke. That was a nice win for, for Calipari. certainly was. So that's um, a monster list. Well done to the staff for putting that together. It should be a good time. I really want Jasper Johnson just because uh, Jasper, there hasn't been a Wildcat named Jasper since 1937. You know, love that name. Have you ever met somebody named Jasper? No. There was the Jasper on Big Brother. Yeah. She was not she was not good. It was a girl? 
Yes. I think. I could be making that up. Carry on. Just move on. It looks like I'm making it up. Derek Jasper. Oh. I was a big Derek Jasper fan, but his poor poor niece. Mm. His niece? Or she's nice. Is he still Derek Jasper still coaching with old Billy G? I don't think he is. No, I don't I don't think so. No. I don't think so for the Tarletons. You think Bo Allen and Billy G are friends? Zach Timbray's down there. Wait, is he a Tarleton too? Yeah, he's a he's coaching under Billy Gillespie. Did not know that. I know. Crazy. Pretty cool. Seeing how bad our O line is now makes me appreciate how great our O line was in the past. Totally took it for granted, and I'd say some fans would say the same. Yeah. Not me. Not this guy. I was big blue wall twenty four seven. No, I did. That's why I appreciated the Lynn Bowden year so much. Like, imagine that that's a two or three win Kentucky team if you have this offensive line with that team. It just is. Lynn Bowden was great, but right, he's not right. a miracle worker. I mean, they had like 500 rushing yards against Louisville. <laughs> yeah, the offensive line has been totally dominant. And there was, we were due for like a year where it wasn't so great. And I thought it was going to be this year. I just didn't think it was going to be this bad. Right. I thought it was going to be, yeah, you're going to take a step backwards on offensive line, but you, Will Levis is going to help you in that regard. Chris Rodriguez will help you a little bit there. But uh, it's 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 bad. It'll be better next year. That's the good thing, and, and they'll get this figure out because Mark Stoops, he's going to be tough in the trenches, and this has to be kind of a, a hit to his pride a little bit that they're getting pushed around for the first time probably since 15. I thought he made a funny point on his call-in show the other night where – uh, he's like, you know, y'all. And he, he's he can bring him up now because he's been here for so long. But it's like, remember when nobody wanted me to do anything with offense, and now people are telling me to tell Rich to just run the ball. <laughs> yeah, it's so. It I do want to say I, I've I haven't lost any faith with Rich. I thought that they maybe panicked with the backup quarterback last week, and and they got in their head. But I, I think his scheme will work. You just look at the offensive line. Nobody's got time to do. Diddly. Now, if the fact is the offensive schemes are too complex, then that's dumb. That should have never been a thing in the first place. But I think once you get the right pieces, this offense, I don't see any reason why it can't work. We've seen flashes of really nice plays, Roush. Yeah. Really smart plays, like where there's multiple options open. I think you can keep doing that. You just got to improve the offensive line. It all starts up front. Yeah. The routine needs to start looking more routine. That's why Kentucky's dominated Louisville so many years in a row. It's just they've owned the trenches. It hasn't really mattered what other pieces have. And this year, Kentucky's not dominating the trenches, and you're seeing you're seeing the uh, the effects of that. Mm-hmm. Hitting the driving range while listening to Kentucky Roll Call with my headphones is quite literally the most peaceful and elite gasoline. That's really nice of you to say. I don't think uh, I don't think literally is a good word there, Palmer Burrow, because I hope that gasoline isn't pouring onto you while you're hitting golf balls. That's dangerous. That, uh, Don't want to be by an open match. Hopefully you're hitting them pretty well. What's what's What are you shooting these days, Plumley bro? Where are you at? I know you were at like 128 earlier in the summer. I bet that bad boy is down, getting close to single, or not single digits, double digits. No shot. What a rude comment. No shot. If he was at, if he was in the 120s at the beginning of the summer, there is no shot he's nearing double digits. That's not, so, I mean, the, a few lessons, you're out of your mind. If you shot a 128, it clearly shows that you're having a really tough time getting the ball off the off You the think ground. he's getting lessons? And no, he's but going like, to the like driving range. Like, he's got time, so if he's got time to go to the driving range, he may have time theoretically to get lessons. It will, and also just to play more. Yeah, going from one twenty eight to one hundred is not, is not hard. Now going from one hundred to breaking ninety is hard. Agree. One twenty eight is saying that you are again very rarely getting the ball off the ground. Probably 
So once you can get the ball off the ground, it's funny how many strokes you shave off instead of hitting the ball 30 Three, yards. Yeah. You're hitting it, you know, 120. Yeah, you may be way to the left or way to the right, but distance carries. You eventually just need to get the ball to the hole. I would venture to say his lowest this summer is like 108, 110. Even that, 18 strokes. In oh, the I mean, it's, great, it's a, a great improvement, but I, I, I don't think there's a way he's getting near and double digits. Having said that, it's truly wild how much less packed the driving range and course is in the fall versus the summer. Weather feels a billion times better, and people say, no thanks, I'm good. I just think fall is much busier than the summer, Plumlee. Like, pe- for golf courses? No, like for just people's in lives. Oh, like, and also like back in the summer where you could finish up around around 8.30, it's dark at 7.25 Yeah, now. Yeah, like you can get off of work and mm-hmm. still get around in. Not everybody lives the the glamorous life a Plumley bro lives, where you can just go to the driving range all willy-billy. I will not stand for this pug slander. Incredible dogs. Penelope said you might like pugs if you met her. Penelope, Penelope is, is a great name for a pug, too. Penelope's... It's got the little tongue out. I will not slander Penelope. I'm an but... animal lover, but that's just objectively not a pretty animal. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, Penelope. Wow, TJ with the big old suck. I bet we get along, but like that's just not. <laughs> what do you want me? To, you want me to lie? You want me to lie? It's just I hope Penelope's in good health. I'm sure she's sweet. I'm sure I would like her if I met her. I'm not about looks. I'm about personality. But if we're talking about looks, why in the fart did no one promote that they were streaming the concert? How did I miss See, that? Th- that's the thing too. Is like that's an I easy like you're like oh I'm giving twenty bucks to Eastern Kentucky and I also get to watch this cool concert. I I had no idea that was the case. Yeah. Texter says John here. Hey John, good morning, buddy. He says good morning, my dudes and dudettes. Wow, Anthony Rizzo. St- we just do not care about the Chiefs or Yankees, John. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Hey, I'm looking. I'm locking these picks early. Take the Cats and Bama to win this weekend. They will both win by 10-plus. And, yes, Levis is playing. The Owl told me so in my dream. Well, got to go talk to you later. People forget Anthony Rizzo plays for the Yankees. They beat the Guardians 4-1 to last night. Congrats to your Yankees, John. I hope you're right about the Cats. I do not see Alabama winning at all or by 10-plus. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm a scooter two days, three at the max. Don't know what that means. Uh, for the food, leftovers. Mm. Yeah, a week is long, but hey. It's usually like uh, I'll make like a bunch of chicken or something and then forget it's in there and then, oh, I need something for lunch. Oh, I'll throw this chicken in a salad. That'll be fine. Texter says, pulling it out, pulling it in. What are you talking about, TJ, you naughty boy? I was talking <laughs> about leftovers. Yeah. Take the water out of your toilet and your entire house will reek in hours. We need some damn rain. We really do. You know what I've noticed yesterday that I typically only get at like the in-laws? Even the ground is like cratered in because it, it, it hasn't been mm-hmm. – like it's, it's very hard right now. It needs to be softened by some rain. So hard. Yeah. Not defending him because it was an odd rant, but Max has taken shots at Pat for years, including saying he wasn't even a good punter. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Like, I think there's taking shots and there's a back and forth, but that was just like a weird, weird, very personal rant. And I, and I like, get... it, missed the, it missed the mark of humor, which is fine. Maybe that's what Pat wanted. But like on a show where he brings everything back to comedy, that was just bizarre. And I get like you do an uncensored show, right? But to just, like, mother F him. Just, I don't know. Yeah. 
Felt, felt a bit much. Uh, Kirby says, go get you some Huber's fried chicken and slap some dumplings on your plate, Terry. You won't be disappointed. A big fan of the apple butter up there. Uh, Huber's food just slaps all together, and uh, I'll just get the fried chicken by itself. Like, I don't need it. I don't need anything additional to Huber's fried chicken. It's amazing. Their biscuits. You put the biscuit on the patty. Man. Or I guess technically is it a roll. I guess it's a roll. Need to get my terminology correctly. There's Thanks for the text, Kirby. Good to hear from too. you as always. Absolutely hilarious that Calipari gets blamed for when his team has a bad home conference, home non-conference schedule, and now he even gets blamed when Gonzaga has a bad home non-conference schedule. It's a good text. My wife also, says she's met a dog named Jasper. So there we go. There we go. Uh, also, shout out to Mark Stoops for knowing how to talk into a microphone, unlike Drew Timmy. Yep. <laughs> TJ, did you talk crap to Dugan about the Tigers' big victory? Uh, not so much crap, but I think you know what the nice thing was that I knew if Saint X had like I was, you all were even like tweeting and doing silly things on Friday night when Manuel got up and it was really embarrassing because Saint X won, and then I didn't hear anything back from anybody. But it was nice knowing that had Kentucky or had Kentucky had Saint X lost, people would have been been writing and, and trolling me. And then it was just a nice, quiet Friday evening. Mm. But they'll meet in the playoffs. I can almost guarantee that. Have either of you watched House of the Dragon yet? If so, what do you all think? Big we, fan. We love it. Yep. Pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm really I'm really enjoying it. Man, they need to... Uh, Milk of the Poppy really really messing things up. I will say, though, it, it, it is almost Some... like you the legitimacy of children fighting between families it is i mean it is just the other game of thrones oh yeah yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. but that's different. what they advertise it as 200 but it's it is fun. like it's some of the same storylines like i've got to ask that you something. kids not your kid so we need to go to war over this and then 200 years earlier i'm not sure that kid's your kid maybe we go to war over this very similar yeah but hey i, I love it it's good it's entertaining i'm having fun what were you gonna say i've just got to ask you a question off I, I forgot what John Aaron's deathbed confession, like what he knew. I just need a refresher on some. Moment. I think he knew that the Cersei's kids weren't. Yeah, breathy. I think it was like definitive. You yeah. know, I've got wow. I've got good authority. Thanks for the spoiler. Shows how Stranger Things old. going? Uh, not. Whoa! I have not watched an episode in probably a month. They lost. Did you get it to season three? I I watched the first episode of season three. No, they didn't lose me. It just it, this time of the year is so tough because I is. mean, if it NFL's is. on, I want to watch NFL. If college yeah. football's on, I want to watch college if love football. Love boats on. You got to watch love. Exactly. <laughs> Don't Jasper have... was on the Clayton Bigsby skit. <laughs> <laughs> if TJ was walking down the street and a pug was walking down the street, I bet the pug would get more attention. For the ladies. Learn how to type, buddy. From the ladies. He he corrected it. And secondly, no. Not if I was trying. <laughs> I again I don't want to come off as a pug hater. They're just oh, one they're not they're not pretty dogs. I'm a pug hater. They have breathing issues. <laughs> but I'm sure they're sweet. I'm sure they're cute little animals. That I don't think oh I don't think possums are the, the cutest animals in the world. And I like possums. So. I'm sure they keep you up at night too with their snoring. Oh, gosh, I didn't even think about that. It's a good point. A buddy of mine says that his brother had a pug, and he was a huge turd Ferguson. <laughs> so that settles it. Settles it. All right, everybody have a great Wednesday. Roush, will we see you tomorrow, or we don't know? or Maybe.
It's nebulous. Come on, baby. I do, I do have people lined up for when Roush is out, so the show will go on, and we'll have other folks in here. We're going to talk pandemic. We're going to talk politics. Nick's former Fauci. boss. It's just going to yeah. be loaded content Ooh. for the second he hits the door. Think I need fraternity leave, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Some of us will be. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Everybody have a good Wednesday. Oh, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll see you then. Don't want to hear about what kind of food you hate. You won't get no dessert till you clean off your plate. So eat it. Don't you tell me you're full. Just eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Get yourself an egg and beat it. Have some more chicken. Have some more pie. It doesn't matter if it's for